church membership. Here is a love note for your journey. Church membership. Excuse me. So I am in Romans 2 and I just read 17 17 through 29. I read it last night and I got up this morning to read it again because there was Oh, such good revelation. <clears throat> God had given me a love note about this, and I wanted to share it with you. We still are on Paul's journey. He is um, sharing this with the Romans. He's in Rome. And um, this particular, the title of this one was, as I began to read this in the uh, Bible, was The Jews and the Law. And so with this, the Jews um, were relying on, and Paul's breaking this down, they are relying on their special relationship with God because they know the law. And so they know the law so well. And so they are... um, criticizing and looking down on others because the, especially the Gentiles because they they have followed they they know what it is they learned about it they know they know the lingo they know how everything about the law and so Paul is telling them hey now you claim to be these people that know the law very well you know how to um to lead the blind, teach those that are foolish, bring the people that are lost, um, people that are in darkness into the light. Um, and, and you saying you can instruct and teach these people to God's, God's way. And so he said, for you are certain that God's law gives you complete knowledge and truth. So they are just totally focus on the law that's all they focused on they feel like I got truth I got I got all of it because I got the law and so it comes to a part where Paul is like okay you know all these things you know but hey do you do do you do these things and he was like you know what in 21 he says when then, if you teach others, why don't you teach yourselves? So stop right there. He was saying, you all know this so well. You know what to do. You know what the law says. And you claim that you can teach other people. But hey, uh, you need to teach yourself. And so... He goes on to you telling people not to steal. You telling people not to commit adultery. Uh, You didn't they he said y'all didn't stolen things uh, out of the temples. Uh, You are. And he said you are so proud of knowing the law, but you dishonor God by breaking it. No wonder this is 24 says no wonder the scripture says that the Gentiles blasphemy the name of God because of you. So this goes into, I was reading the application part. So the Gentiles look at how these, these Jews who have the law, look at how they act. They have their church membership, 
but the outsiders are looking at how they are and they like, what? You know what? And I like this one part says in 24, if you claim to be one of God's people, you should, your, your life should reflect what God is like. When you disobey God, you dishonor his name. People might even blaspheme, blasphemy or profane God's name because of you. What do people think about God from watching your life? And that's where he was like, wait a minute, look here. Look at how you are saying you know this law, but look at how you are doing things. Look at how you are behaving. Look how you are being so critical and and looking at other people's lives and not even looking at your own lives. And we know that that can be a lot, especially in the body. It can be a lot. And I don't like to talk because I feel like I don't want to ever say anything that is harming to the body because we are one body. But we as children of God, we have to continue to be corrected and we are walking in truth. And this is God's word. And just because people have memberships and they are there and they do everything, that does not qualify you as, hey, I am I am a child of God. I am um no, your your life, your life and how you live according to what the word says. And uh, and apparently back in this time, they were like saying they walking around very religious, very privileged. So sometimes you have people that are very privileged that they might grow up. I didn't grow. I went to church every once in a while, but I didn't grow up just under teaching uh you know, my family taking me to church every Sunday. Sometimes when people grow up and they could be very privileged and always been with the body and always uh, have, have heard uh, the word of God and, and always been a part of it, that they can kind of look at a certain way at the outsiders because they've they've been privileged to have this. And that's how the Jews were. They've been privileged to have the law. And so with them having that and doing everything or not even doing everything, but having this law and having these teachings, their behavior was not the same. And people began to look at them and be like, you know, people can look at people that say they faithfully go to church. They are believers, a part of the body and be like, what? I don't want that. That's God, you know? And so I like, as we keep going down, um, as he said, um, as we go down, he said about the Jewish, about them uh, being circumcised because all the Jews, uh, the males, uh, the first, the, the, all the males had to be circumcised. And that was part of the law that was required that they had to be circumcised. So they doing all these things that required that were required. And as they continue to um uh, as they did that, he was saying, hey, you all been circumcised, but the Gentiles haven't. And so now that's what gave us an opportunity because our circum- that being circumcised in a different way, because God came and he fulfilled uh, the law of being circumcised. So I'm going to read this part right here um, where the application part says, let me go to this part first. 
I'm reading Romans 2 and 25. The Jewish ceremony of circumcision has value only if you obey God's law. But if you don't obey God's law, you are no better off than an uncircumcised Gentile. And if the Gentiles obey God's law, won't God com- compare, declare them to be his own people? In fact, uncircumcised Gentiles who keep God's law will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law, but don't obey it. So he's saying like, okay, they, um, the ones he said, the, the ones that haven't been circumcised, he's like, they, Hey, wait a minute. The one, the outsiders, the one that's coming in, uh, they obey, they obey God's law. They do it. And so they like, Hey, wait a minute. Now the outsiders, that are considered the outsiders because they are obeying the law, the Gentiles, that that law wasn't even given to the Gentiles. The law was given to the Jews. And so now they are obeying, you know, and these one, the ones that had this teaching, the Jews that had it, they are not. And then he's like, Hey, they can, they can, uh, now they can, um, They can say something to you, you know, because of what, because you're not obeying it. And so I want to read this part right here. The application circumcision refers to a sign of God's special covenant with his people. Submitting to this was right, was, was the right required for the Jewish males. According to Paul, being a Jew, being circumcised, he was also circumcised. Jesus was circumcised, meant nothing if the person didn't obey God's law. So it was saying some people, some people even thought, hey, I'm circumcised. I'm good. You know, hey, I got baptized. I went down in the water. I'm good. That That's it. That's all. And so on the other hand, the Jew t- Gentiles, the uncircumcised will receive God's love and approval if they kept the law of requirements. Paul goes on to explain that a real Jew one who is one who pleases God is not someone who has been circumcised a Jew outwardly, but someone whose heart is right with God and obeys him a Jew inwardly. And so this is what I was getting to as well, because you can do all these things. And, I, and I've shared this before that when I gave my life to Christ, accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, the first thing, Lord, the father told me uh, when I was seeing how, you know, there was believers in the body and 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 some believe that people say, oh, I, I grew up going to church, but I'm not involved in the church no more. And they're not following Christ like, you know, uh, following Christ. And I was like, Lord, I was so excited. I said, I don't want just this excitement now. And then later that I'm like. I'm gone to my own way, doing my own path. And so what the Lord gave me uh, back when I got uh, gave my life to Christ, he said, uh, he said, uh, uh, build a relationship. He said relationship, not religion, because that's what the Jews, they were going through a lot of rituals. And we as believers, we can go th- uh, as as becoming uh, children of God or Christians. We can go through a lot of rituals, but really not have that inward change. The true sign that we are his children is the inward change in us. 
And um, right here, I like it reads in 28. I think, yeah, I had already started reading that. I'll read in 28. For you are not a Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. And a true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. It is a change of the heart produced by God's spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. And I want to read this application part. To be a Jew meant you were in God's family, an heir to all his promises. Yet Paul made it clear that Membership in God's family is based on internal, not external qualities. All who hearts are right with God are real Jews. That is part of God's family. See Galatians 3. Oh, let me see. I put that. I didn't put that one down. Attending church or being baptized confirmed or accepted for membership is not enough. Just as submitting to circumcision was not enough for the Jews. God desires our heartfelt devotion and obedience. So that's where I came up with this love love note, church membership. Because sometimes you can find some people that are, they haven't probably been going, they probably haven't, you know, they probably do a lot of things, but you can you can tell that there has been a change in their heart. You can change, tell that it's more than just I do all these things. I my membership and I pay my tithes and I do know in our Christian walk because he came to fulfill the law and it's fulfilled. And now we get to have a relationship and we have the Holy Spirit. And now the Holy Spirit changes us. And so now it's like it's not all these outwardly things that people think sometimes if I just do all these things, cross all these things off my list and then I'm good. No, you have to have an intimate. See, that's what they they didn't have an intimate relationship with God. They knew about God. Knew the teachings, but they wouldn't allow the the what they know to 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 walk. They wouldn't walk in that out what they knew. Now we have the Holy Spirit to help us walk this out, to help us um, get through life, and 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 trend, and it's changing us. And then as we get changed, then that faithfulness and loyalty. And all those things, those are characteristics. That's who Christ is. And that's who we become more like. And so um, just I I encourage you to read that because it just and I'm still even studying more and looking at it because I was like, even when I was reading about how they had to be circumcised. And even though, you know, Christ had been circumcised because of all these requirements. And then I got to wonder, I was like, hey. You know, they still circumcise males today. I had my males circumcised. And I was like, why? And then, you know, of course, they say it's medical reasons today. But I don't know. I was like, I know it's been fulfilled. Um, Galatians 2, because we don't, we don't, uh, the, the law is written in our heart now. Our hearts are circumcised now. 
That's how we are now. But Romans, uh, not Romans. I want to read Galatians 2 and 16 to kind of sum this up. Okay, Galatians 2 and 16. Here it is. Okay, so it reads, oh, then I, which one is 16? Okay, so Galatians 2 and 16. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed and we have believed in Christ Jesus. So that will make might be made right that so that we might be right, made right because of our faith in Jesus Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. So following a lot of different uh, religious acts or religious things, um, the law does not make you right with God. And that's what it was all summing up to what Paul was speaking to the Jews. Just because you did all these things that the law required, that did not make you right with God. You have to have a change of heart. Your heart has to been been circumcised. There has to be an inwardly change. And apparently what the people were seeing with these Jews was making them like, no, that's not that's that's not, you know, who God is. No, they they it, it made them look away instead of look towards God. And so we need to be aware of that, that even though we have the, you know, so-called church membership, I just had put that down, that it's more than that. It is truly a relationship with God and not just going through the motions of things. And you can tell that that's a lot going on. And that's why we have to, you know, dig into this word. Yes, we dig in the word, we read our Bibles, but also just get to know God intimately, just surrender, just talking to him, letting the, the scripture change and renew your mind and just not knowing a whole lot about God. And, and, and I know about him, but not know him to the knowing that it changes you from the inside out. And so I hope that encouraged you again, go back and read over that because it was very encouraging to me. I probably sit again and read some more with that. But uh, I want to share that with you and may you be encouraged as the Lord gives you more love notes for your journey.